Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I'm a writer for the Viking Age Zone coverage, Bring Me the News and the Brookings Register. And we do this, uh, my co-host, excuse me, is Adam Patrick, the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. However you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can spread the word to the masses. Adam, you're only on once a week, so I'm just going to dive right into some of the top storylines as far as the Vikings go. And we're going to kind of pump heat right from the shoot. Like the, the twins. CJ Ham. We yeah, go. we're going to talk about CJ Ham's future. <laughs> Is it hammer time in the Twin Cities still? I heard he's from Minnesota. But um, unlike the Twins, whose hat I just tossed on, uh, the Vikings hot stove is actually burning pretty hot right now. A lot of it has to do with Kirk Cousins. Uh, the latest uh, development, if you will, in Kirk Watch 2024 is that Kirk Cousins showed some interest in playing for Bill Belichick. He was interviewed by CBS Sports' Isabel Gonzalez last week, and he said, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play for a future Hall of Fame coach, but we'll have to see where March leads. There's a lot of unknowns right now. As you may have heard, Kirk Cousins is a free agent after this season. Bill Belichick does not have a team right now, but he has interviewed twice with the Atlanta Falcons so far since he was let go by the New England Patriots. Um, if you want to get our full opinion on Kirk Cousins, we suggest you go back to last Monday's episode where he had the great Kirk Cousins debate of 2024. Hopefully there's not a 2025 one, but um, if you want to go full Kirk uh, right now, you can go back and check out that episode and uh, we'll talk about it. But um, let's start here, Adam. What do you make of Kirk Cousins' comments about playing for Bill Belichick? Um, I'm not surprised because he's been someone who's talked a lot about um, a lot about Tom Brady and how much he admires him and stuff. So obviously he would probably want to play for the guy that uh, was Brady's coach for the majority of his career. Um, and it just uh, so happens that he's interviewing with uh, a team where you know his wife's from, a place where he got married, where he has family, where he's trained before, um, who probably just needs a quarterback to kind of get over the hump. Because uh, I have some pieces there already, um, so I'm not surprised. I would throw a little uh, cold water on it because today I heard. Um, I think I was listening to the the Bill Simmons podcast, and he has some. He knows some people in the Boston uh, sports sphere or whatever, because he's the Boston sports guy or whatever. Um, but he said that Arthur Blank wants to hire Bill Belichick and people in the front office, or he heard that Arthur Blank wants to hire Bill Belichick and other people in the front office don't. So it's kind of like Arthur Blank is like, yes, I want, I want Bill Belichick. He's the greatest. And then other people are like, no, we want to keep our jobs. We don't want to hire Bill Belichick. Um, so that, that might change things up a little bit, but I think the owner gets the final say with that. Um, usually how it goes. So we could see, but they're interview They're still interviewing a lot of people. And I'm, I'm sure that's part of the process where it's like, can we just interview some more people before we, you know, just dive right into to Bill Belichick. And no one is probably like, okay. But I'm, I wonder if at the end he's just going to be like, just hire Belichick. Um, I think it would still be interesting to think about if, if J Jim Harbaugh went there. I would, I think it would be interesting to see if, if he would go after someone like Kirk. It would be, uh, excuse my, no, not excuse it. It would be fucking hilarious if, uh, if Jim Harbaugh recruited Kirk Cousins to the Falcons after the Vikings rejected Jim Harbaugh. 
Um, so uh, that would be interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's it's off season stuff, and uh, it's always fun to stir the pot a little bit, even though people, you know, there's always people like, no, they're gonna resign Cousins no matter what. And I'm like, I feel like they probably would have already like they let it get to this point with no no contract i, I don't know i think i think they had a chance to do it last yeah, year and they didn't I think do the, it the writing's on the wall unless kirk cousins somehow just some reason has a change of heart but it seems like he's already going on the the media tour of you know i'm i'm a great guy my you know, my achilles is healing like you know super fast and i'll be ready to go next season so yeah um our own uh, fan-sided zone you know ian mcmillan made a pitch for him on behalf of uh, the Falcons. He's a Falcons fan. Um, and he said, you know, oh, we'll see. We'll see, you know, all giggles and everything. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's it's going on. We still got a uh, we got a uh, what, two months more of this till maybe something happens. <laughs> it feels a lot like Vikings pre Brett Favre down there. I've heard that tossed around. But when you look at the Falcons, they're a pretty good team. I don't think they have the defense that the 2009 Vikings had, but offensively, right. you got a guy like Drake London, you have uh a monster tight end Kyle Pitts who's been MIA, uh B John Robinson, they even have a running back. Like, believe that running backs do seem to matter when you don't have a running game. But they have a top um, 10 pick, too. I think they do. They do. They have the eighth overall pick in this year's draft. Right. There's a lot to like, especially the ability to uh, give Cousins a lot of money, which the Vikings may not have, or at least might be a little skittish to do this. I wrote about this for zone coverage last Friday, and I thought about it a little bit. It would be awesome to see if that would work because remember Kirk cousins didn't really get along with Mike Zimmer, you know, right. fellow grizzly football guy from the Parcells tree. I feel like Belichick's different. Like <laughs> he's a hard ass obviously, but I mean, at the same time, like he's got a sense of humor. Everybody's probably seen the video of Randy Moss, like yep. inviting him to the Halloween party. And it looks like a scene out of the office where he <laughs> shows up dressed as he's like, what do you want me to dress up as the devil? And he's like, no, 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 not, not at all. Like if you, if you want to go to the devil, I'm not going to stop you. And he's like very self-aware. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it would be fun. I mean, could you imagine if the Viking or excuse me, if cousins goes to Atlanta, wins a Super Bowl with Bill Belichick, maybe like they're up on the podium, they're shirtless. They're both wearing chains, like doing the, oh, that, that would be the parade probably. Z Zadarius Smith is a free agent. He could go there and join them. They could they could all just kind of have one big reunion down there. I think no. <laughs> they no, trade no, for Diggs too. Yeah, yeah, why not? Get Adam like, Thielen in there. Everything's too. on the table. Like go go full Kirko. See what happens. I mean, if you're gonna do this, you might as well go all the way because the Vikings sure as hell won't. Do you think Adam um, Thielen would leave the 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 his you know pursuit of the Super Bowl in Carolina to go play with Kirk again in Atlanta? Would they let? Well, I don't know if they like. Probably like David Tepper would be like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Like you're gone. <laughs> We're cutting you. Have you, have Tepper, you heard his there's nickname? like twenty million in dead cap. No, no, no. I'm I'm done with him. I don't. Have like you him. heard his nickname, David Tepper? Tepper tantrum. <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet yesterday um, as Jason Kelsey was just freely <laughs> jumping yeah. in and out of a luxury suite at yeah. Highmark Stadium. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, like David Tepper steps up in his uh, suite to pour a drink on people. Jason Kelsey jumps out of his suite to go drink with people. Yeah. Um, that was incredible, by the it way. I, I loved everything about that. Only you in know? Buffalo, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't jump out of the suite and like uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> LA. 
it's, it's a bit of a drop, but um, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, Green Bay. I saw, I saw the security guard just standing there and I'm like, that's gotta be like a tough assignment. Like, Hey, you're in the section with Taylor Swift. Don't fuck it up. Like, right. Right. And Jason Kelsey is just like going in and out freely with his shirt off. Like, am I supposed to stop him? If right. I, I don't get paid enough. I'm making like 20 bucks an hour, dude. Like this, this is bullshit. I think they're probably um, used to that with the, all the craziness with Taylor Swift. Probably you would think so. Yeah, tr- well, it was Buffalo. They're not used to Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> so like if Kirk Cousins go and you mentioned it a little bit, like you think Harbaugh would want Kirk Cousins? Cause yeah, I don't know. We remember, what, do you want, what do you want, J.J. McCarthy at pick number eight? They want to take him off the board. I'm not going to be right. upset. Take him over, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to think of J.J. McCarthy. Like, right. sometimes I look at him and I'm like, I could see it. I, I could maybe yeah. see it. And then I, there's part of me going like, what, what's the difference between like him and Daniel Jones? Like, this could right. be like a clip people like post in 10 years being like, Chris was a dumbass. But I well, mean, he just didn't throw a lot. In college. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't need him. I don't know if they did it on purpose or they didn't need him because the rushing attack was really good. Um, but I, th- I think I don't remember who, but somebody posted like his third down numbers. Um, I think it was like, and all of his numbers were better than all the other quarterbacks that are available in this um draft. So that's something to I guess keep in mind because third down's pretty important. That's usually when uh, you make make your bread. So I don't. That's when you throw it beyond the sticks to get a first. Down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe you can Checking do it on fourth down. down. DJ Ham. You you can do that on fourth down too and throw it ahead of the sticks. That's a bold strategy, but we can see if it pays off. I don't know that that would be that would be pretty funny if Harbaugh and Cousins wound up in the same spot after all of this because they're both very religious. <laughs> you want to talk about an odd couple? That would be an odd couple. I don't know if they would. I think they would. They're two goofballs. They'd get along great, probably. Stepbrothers like they would like clash at the beginning, but then they'd become best friends. And then just like yep. at the Catalina wine mixer, you have to call me dragon. <laughs> then after a little while, uh, I'd be like the Seth Rogen part where he's like, all right, now this, the tuxedos are weird now. This is, this is weird. <laughs> was that? I'm tasting onion and ketchup. <laughs> um, I don't know. And this is already going off the rails. You, you want to move on? January. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked enough about Kirk Cousins. Yep. I, I, I mean, we're going to, like you said, we're going to get more of this in the next couple of weeks where it's just like, Kirk said this and Kirk said that, or we've heard this about Kirk and Kirk's at a Chick-fil-A right now. And Kirk's oh, I just, there. And- I just wrote about Devonte Adams saying how he, he'd like to catch passes from Kirk Cousins. Um, and the Raiders have a bunch of cap space. Um, I'm just not sure if Antonio Pierce is like, yeah, let's uh, go get Kirk Cousins. What? <laughs> so, it would also be weird if like, you know, he said, no, I wouldn't want to play with Belichick. That guy's mean. Like Antonio Pierce weird. is kind of like a, um, a player's coach, so I feel like if you couldn't tell by the locker room after they won their first game, he he seems like a babysitter almost. It's yeah, like, it's cool at first. It might get a little out of hand though, and in the future, does he last a year? Because I feel like he doesn't. I think so. I think he's been he's been a head coach, well, not a head coach, but he's been on coaching staffs before. He I think he was with Arizona State. He was obviously with the Raiders, um, and he was with he was with Tom Coughlin in in New York when he was a player. So he knows that you know. It's it's okay to have fun, but you gotta you know get to business too. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thought. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like they're really. I know he won some games. I yeah. know the it's like a Leslie really Frazier like kind him. of situation. You think? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm reminded of. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we really like him, and then Mark. I mean, it's not like Mark Davis knows what he's doing <laughs> outside <laughs> of like moving to a yeah. 
and don't don't trust his barber at all but <laughs> get the giant bull out we'll be fine <laughs> um if you couldn't already tell this show is just gonna be off the rails so the entire stuff. time um speaking of off the rails some fans want to trade justin jefferson now um yeah, so so we all know the situation here. Justin Jefferson needs a big contract this offseason. The Vikings have a lot of needs. Uh, if Kirk leaves, should the Vikings consider training Justin Jefferson? Is this the type of shit we do where, because our team's not in the playoffs? Well, I think the whole thing, it was started by Score North. First off, this is not like throwing shade on them or anything. So I'm just saying that they started probably this conversation, or at least ramped it up because they, they did a whole episode on, you know, the pros and cons, or whatever, of, of trading Justin Jefferson. And then I believe this is not what anyone else mentions when they talk about it, is that both Phil and uh, Judd were both like, nah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to trade Justin Jefferson unless you're giving us like three first round picks um, in like the top three. Because um, they were like, well, well, Kansas City could give you like a first round pick. And they're like, yeah, but then you'll be picking what, 32nd? So mm-hmm. like, who cares? You're basically getting a second round pick. Yeah. So, but, and yes, so they both said no, but you wouldn't know that from the reactions of, of, of their thumbnail that they posted online, um, which I'm sure we'll get a lot of grief for the thumbnail that we posted today. Um, no, uh, if they didn't have a lot of pieces, like maybe if there wasn't guys on the team, like Cam Bynum or Josh Metellus or Ivan Pace or Christian Darris or TJ Hawkinson, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Go trade him. Get, get, get what you need to get. Or even if there was like an, another regime change where you're like, okay, this time we really are starting from scratch. Let's trade Justin Jefferson. Let's see if we can, you know, get everything for him now. Let's build it, get all our resources. And so we can just build this team from scratch. But um, the way that they've been approaching things the last two years, I, they, yeah, no, the, I don't even think the Wills would sign off on that. Um, Jefferson's not a problem off the field. He's not a problem on the field or in the locker room. He doesn't even really like to talk about his contract. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get paid. Great. We don't really need to talk about it. Um, so no, I don't think they should trade him. Um, I mean, yeah, you would get a lot of in return, but I, I, (laughs) there's no guarantee that you nail those picks either that you, that you would get in return. Um, I just don't think that in their situation right now, it's it's a, it's a good idea because he's, he's someone you can you bring a young quarterback in. He's perfect, you know, to help that young quarterback kind of play better than they might have uh, without him. So you're gonna you're gonna trade Justin Jefferson and then draft a young quarterback and who's not gonna have Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson's probably not gonna be ready for the start of the year. So you're gonna have Jordan Addison and who? Jalen Naylor. Bring back K.J. Osborne, yeah, wide so, receiver too. No, so uh, not this year. Um, and probably not next year because he'll be under, uh, he'll have an, a big extension, so they won't even be able to trade him. But it is interesting to look back and like see some of the the recent wide receiver trades and why they were traded. You look at Tyreek Hill; he was traded because he wanted more money. Devontae Adams; he was traded because he wanted more money. AJ Brown; he was traded because he wanted more money. Like, there's a theme. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, Justin Jefferson's probably one of the few of those guys that's worth the money. And I think Tyreek Hill is. As well, I think the Chiefs have learned that they won the Super Bowl without him, but I think they would probably like to have him back, even though they're going to the AFC Championship again. Jeez, um, but yeah, don't you, you don't need to trade Justin Jefferson. The compensation for the previous trades: Tyreek Hill, first round pick, second round pick, two fourth rounders, and a sixth rounder, spread over two years. He's, is he four years older than Jefferson? I think. Yes, I think right. so. Four yeah. or three. I yeah. mean, he's he's a couple years older. AJ Brown, I think, is one year older than Jefferson. Uh, right. 
Titans only got a first round, 18th overall, and like the 104th. So it was like a fourth round pick for AJ Brown. Yeah, that's why they um, fired their GM. That that's why their GM got fired <laughs> and their head coach got fired, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like when people are like, you should trade Justin Jefferson. I'm like, did you see what happened in Tennessee? Yeah. Who said like, who said who sent you that message? Rick Spielman? Traylon Burks is just as good. Yeah. <laughs> Saying shows up yeah. to training camp. Oh, he's got asthma. This is yeah. bad. Yeah. Um okay. no offense to anybody who has asthma, but no. um it's something a football team might want to check out at the combine. Just saying. <laughs> Before you trade away um, your best receiver. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs trade first round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round picks from Buffalo and the Vikings traded up and down and did whatever. That's a good trade because Diggs didn't, I don't think Diggs made a pro bowl before. No, but, but here's the thing. So, so like, I think a lot of people probably look at the trades the Vikings have made in the past with receivers and been like, but you can get so much like Randy Moss got a first round pick. Wound up being Troy Williamson, but it was still a top 10 pick yeah. in that deal. And then, you know, they trade Percy Harvin. They wind up with three first rounders in yeah. that deal. And then Stefan Diggs, like nobody ever bitches about the Stefan Diggs trade because you landed Justin Jefferson in that trade. You're basically <laughs> pulling the lever being like, let's see if it hits again. And you might get a good receiver, but you're not going to get a great one. And how has Stefan Diggs been doing? I think the last time we saw him, he dropped a wide open pass uh, in the AFC yeah. divisional round. And that's why the Chiefs are back in the AFC championship game, yeah. aside from like kickers and stuff. But that's another thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how bad it's got to get for this. Like, the only way I make this deal is if, like, you know, a, either the truthers out there's conspiracy theories, right? That Justin Jefferson will only play for Kirk Cousins or B, like he just goes, I'm not signing with you. He's like, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on here. You're not like, you don't want to guarantee my money. I want to be traded like trade. He's like the goalie in slap shot. Trade me right fucking now. Like that's basically what has to say for Justin Jefferson to get traded. So, and, and, and I mean, too, it. like, yeah. He hasn't shown any signs of that. Well, I mean, the same argument, too. So the argument that people have for bringing Kirk Cousins back is very similar to the argument to keep Justin Jefferson. Because if you bring Kirk Cousins back, you're saying our supporting cast is good enough that we can make a run in the NFC. That That is basically the message that you're saying. If you let Kirk Cousins walk and then you trade Justin Jefferson, you're basically saying, yeah, we have nothing. But they, they I mean, keeping Jefferson, you have Jordan Addison. You have TJ Hawkinson when he comes back from his injury, which, you know, worst case scenario, it's October, November before he gets back. I, I mean, it sucks, but he's still there. He's yeah. not dead. Right. And then you have Christian Darius, Brian O'Neill. Uh, you're getting Brian Flores back. It looks like for a Touch second. Oliver. So that's great news for the defense. Uh, the world's best tight end journey. Johnny Munt also back. No, he's a free agent. Um, well, it, you know, damn well, he's going to sign it like immediately. <laughs> it's going to come out in February. And then Kevin O'Connell. He's already signed. Like, well, you know, Adam, uh, we had to sign him. He's the best third tight yeah. end in the league. Uh, you know, there's just scenarios and situations and, situations scenarios you know sometimes i don't even know what the fuck they mean but uh you know i do it and sometimes you just say screw it and you call a halfback pass to kirk cousins on a third down in a playoff game you never know uh and you know how i feel about kirk i mean you know sometimes i think about kirk cousins in a sauna and a bottle of thousand island dressing but those are things i probably shouldn't say right now uh i'm gonna give you a game ball just for asking that great question adam <laughs> do you 
You think they run I any other? I am so pissed off at the Vikings. <laughs> it is unreal. Like there is just this boiling like hate. Not even hatred. I don't hate the Vikings. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just mad that it's just like, will you just? I, I said it the other day. I'm like, everything with this team is so fucking complicated. It's like rocket science. It's just like timelines and horizons and bullshit. Play fucking football. Just sign guys. Build a team. Win a Super Bowl. That's all. Get to the Super Bowl. I've never seen the team get to the Super Bowl. No, we haven't. All right, we've sorry. Never, I, I, I guess that was just, I had to let it out. But what, what year were you born? 1986. Okay, so you were alive the last time they won two playoff games. In a row. I was, I was eighty-seven. Was been the like last time. eighteen months yes. old. Right, I wasn't yeah. alive. Yeah, that's how long it's been since they've won. Now, not like not even gotten to the NFC. They have, they have not won two playoff games in a season since nineteen eighty-seven, and I believe they were the wild card team. Um, they beat like Washington, um, and they went to like the NFC Championship with. Uh, Against the Niners, I think. Well, they might have beat the Niners. And they lost to Washington in the NFC Championship. That's what happened. Yep. Yeah, because in it's 2019, that's what everybody was like. Hey, we could do the same thing as 1987. And that just got weird because the 49ers just said, <laughs> no, you're <Yeah>. not. <laughs> you're, you're not doing shit today outside of a yeah. Stephon Diggs touchdown. So yeah. uh, there's that. Um, I don't know. Let, let's move on. Let's let's talk about one other rumor before we uh, get to teams that are actually good at football. Um, Russell Wilson. There's little whispers about Russell Wilson potentially being interested by in the Vikings. That came from ESPN's uh, Jeremy Fowler. Uh, I bet you Justin Jefferson is driving part of that interest, but that's another discussion. Wilson's due a $37 million cap hit next year. Uh, he's not getting that money from the Broncos. I I think he is but he's just not he has to sign he has to sign like a vet minimum i think with his next team yeah yeah like which is oh which is enticing but i still wouldn't want him as the starter yeah why 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 wouldn't you want a russell wilson as the starter because if you're gonna spend no money on a quarterback i'd rather have it be like a rookie and we already know what russell wilson is um he should be a backup right now so i mean i just uh, i think that all this any all the rumors about him are coming from him um <laughs> I don't think yeah. but I don't think it's the Vikings that are like, oh we're 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 really interested in Russell Wilson. You know how he got benched this year? Um by Sean Payton when, when, when the team was in a playoff hunt. Yeah, that's the guy we want. That's the guy you know, we want to bring that guy who like for better or worse, like the attention just like you'd think Kirk Cousins people fight and talk about Kirk Cousins or obsess about whatever he does, it's like a thousand times worse with Russell Wilson. And he doesn't... I, feel, I feel like we would unite against Russell Wilson. I think I saw that tweet where it was like, you know, Vikings fans fight about Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, but I think we're all united on the front that we don't want anything to do with Russell Wilson. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I. you know, if they do that, it's just another push like 9 and 8. Let's let's get in the, yeah. the tournament. Let's let's push towards this is it. like, like Dennis Green would do this. Dennis yeah. Green would make this. He'd be like but Dennis oh, Green I, was I good can, because he could probably get him to the playoffs. Yeah, I could like, squeeze like whatever ounce of juice Russell Wilson has left left in his body. But uh, yeah, no, not not this regime because right now Russell Wilson needs a good rushing attack, and Kevin O'Connell doesn't know how to run the ball. Well, well, and here's the other thing too: like Kevin O'Connell's offense, we saw it with Josh Dobbs, right? Like. Right. A lot of us were just saying, dude, just let Josh Dobbs play playground football and nope. he can win games that way. It's like, nope, he's got to throw it in the wind. Like Josh Dobbs had like a 
15 yard scramble yep. for a first down. Yeah, they man. cut to Kevin O'Connell. He's like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> do, do you want, do you just want to run your offense to like impress your bro, Sean McVay, or do you want to win a football game here? Who adjusted his offense this year? So I'm curious to see if, uh, yeah, the same thing. He, he actually touched the running game, right? Which, Man, this running game seems to matter. What if we right. ran a gap scheme and then Kyron Williams was the best running yeah, back in the Takes NFL. a lot of pressure off your quarterback, huh? Yeah, yeah. Funny how that works. Um, I'm in the same boat with you, man. I mean, I would rather get a rookie than I mean, I guess the only thing that I would I would rather have maybe, JJ McCarthy than Russell Wilson. Right. That, but I'm I'm also much. saying too, if you take that quarterback in round two and you sign Russell Wilson, but then it's just like a Donovan McNabb, Christian Ponder situation yeah, where it's just like Okay, how it long would, is this gonna last? It's sort of like um people wonder why like Cam Newton hasn't been back in the league or whatever because he's still kind of young. He's in his mid thirties. You can't bring him in because he he still has a like a starter's mentality, and I feel like that's the same thing with Russell Wilson. He's mm-hmm. not a Teddy Bridgewater who's like, yeah, I'm just, I'll just be the backup. Um, he's gonna come in and be like, yeah, I'm gonna compete for the job. That's what I'm, I'm here for. So yeah, you can't. If you're going to bring in a veteran quarterback, it's got to be someone who is okay with being a backup like an Andy Dalton or a Nick Mullins or I guess Ryan Tannehill would probably be in that category now. I don't know if he still thinks he's a starter. but uh. And I think some people are kind of overlooking this, but this is a, a factor that complicates the Cousins situation. Like, Because everybody's like, well, you could just draft a quarterback in the first round after you re-sign Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk's going to know you're doing that. Right. <laughs> like... Hey, uh, sign this. This is uh, fully guaranteed for this year. A little bit of funny, but oh yeah, we're also drafting your uh, replacement in the first round. Huh? Yeah, and then people will be like, "Oh, well, it's just gonna be like Aaron Rodgers and win back-to-back MVPs because he's so motivated by you know the rookie back chip on his shoulder." I don't think so. It's just gonna hook some ayahuasca into his veins and like <laughs> more than a feeling. It's just gonna like blast maybe, in his brain at all times. Maybe some apple juice or something. I don't know about ayahuasca. Kirk, Kirk on ayahuasca would be uh, an entertaining experience. Okay. Well, that's all I had for Vikings headlines because we're not in the playoffs, but I can talk about playoff teams that are in Dalvin the playoffs. Cook is. Dalvin Cook. You want to start with the Ravens? We can start with the Ravens. We can start with the AFC and go to the NFC. Uh, Michael Pierce, too. Yeah. So the AFC, you know what? I didn't put too many notes about the AFC because they're pretty cut and dry. Uh, I had two takes. For the AFC one good for Lamar Jackson, because yeah. this time last year, the Ravens were like, I don't know if we want to pay him like, huh? Not just and, the Ravens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the oh, entire league. The Panthers Vikings apparently and were like, interested in they're like, ah, yeah. nah, we got to go. The, like the, I think it was like the Panthers or Falcons both put out announcements that where they were like, no, we don't want him. It's like, you sure about that? Like right now? <laughs> Seems like a great idea. Well, we'll just trade up and draft uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. Or actually, they probably we'll like Desmond okay. We'll trade up. We'll get C.J. Stroud. No, you're taking Bryce Young. What? We but we want no Bryce Young. And Tepper like threw himself on the ground and started crying <laughs> until he got a juice box or something. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, the fact that he's an MVP candidate, uh, probably should be the MVP when you think about it. And I don't know. I want to see him go to the Super Bowl. Part of it is because yeah. I've already seen Pat Mahomes go to the Super Bowl. I've already seen them win. That heel turn should be studied in like American history. Like Triple H is somewhere like, I should have thought of that. That's a great heel turn. Like that's a really shitty Triple H impersonator. <laughs> My KOC one wasn't very good either in, earlier in the show. No, it was, that was better than that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see yes. a Lions, Lions, Ravens, Super Bowl just to mess, mess it all up. Um, 
I don't know if we'll do that because I think the Niners are pretty good. Um, in the in the Super Bowl logo, like yeah, it's purple uh, and red. It has to be the it. colors. Apparently, you're doing that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote like, I wrote a story on next year's because apparently it's purple and green. So and what's this the Kirk Cousins one? If you lose to Kirk Cousins, you can't win the Super Bowl. Right. So no team that has lost to Kirk so Cousins has won the Super Bowl that year. What kind of stupid stat is that? Like it's something <laughs> someone from the deep corner of Vikings internet <laughs> looked up. Kirk Cousins has a perfect passer rating when he gets a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah, with chunky exactly. peanut butter at approximately at exactly 15 minutes before kickoff. If it's 16, it drops 20 points. And if it's one minute later, it's down to 68. We become the Lions. You know what happened in the Ravens game, though, which was very predictable? Delvin Cook had like a 20 yard run in the fourth quarter against like the second string Texans defense or whatever. And immediately, immediately, um, people were like, well, the, I bet you the Vikings wish they would have kept Dalvin Cook. It's like, no, they don't, because he was going to cost $12 million, and he wasn't playing well, and they could have just started Ty Chandler. So, no, they didn't wish that they wanted Dalvin Cook. But, but Adam, there are several uh, scenarios and situations yeah. that you have <laughs> to consider with Ty Chandler. I really like Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison, uh, you know, I gave him a game ball at the end of the season. <laughs> I said, hey, maybe you didn't get a touchdown, but – I want to make sure that he had something to remember this by. And, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, the whole uh, running back room did indeed get a game ball for their horseshit season. So um, I'm going to call three straight passes, four <laughs> receiver sets. Uh, might even talk to Sean McVay, see what he thinks. And uh, we'll Run just tight go end from screen. there. Tight end. And another tight end screen. I mean, I might have TJ out there as a decoy <laughs> for the tight end screen. Just on his crutches. Like, because um, it'll throw I off the it. defense. I'm the Ravens made me think of a trivia question because I was looking up like former Vikings that are on all their. No, I'm not okay. All right, uh, maybe this will lighten the mood. All right, but but so go ahead. A former there's a former Viking on the Ravens practice squad who's not named Laqu- Laquan Treadwell. He's a former Vikings mm. wide receiver. Um, he went undrafted and he didn't have a catch with the Vikings, but he played for like three, two or three years with the Vikings. Rick Spielman signed him. Roddy Adams? Dan Jacena. Oh, the still ultimate going. weapon. He's still going. He's on the, the ultimate Ravens weapon. practice squad. The guy that would always get down to the returner and, then, and miss the tackle. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate, ultimate weapon. Dan. Nobody knew what the fuck he could do, but my God, he could run fast because he was a track star. Couldn't tackle, yeah. but he is fast. Just, he, he would be, he would be the person to slow the other guy down, apparently. Was like, it, was it? And Mighty Ducks, that kid who could skate really fast, but he couldn't stop. Luis Mendoza. Yeah, that's exactly. From Miami. It's Dan Chichetta on skates. He couldn't stop skating, but somehow he made the Olympics or whatever yeah, it was in yeah. D2. Right. Um, it's Dan great. Chichetta. I do remember Dalvin Cook, though, jumping on the internet because Barstool posted this thing. I guess they took the over for Dalvin Cook. And they posted a video of them, like, celebrating. Easy money. Just, I mean, I agree. His bionic shoulder, look at how. It helped him this season. The Jets were clearly <laughs> impressed. They were so impressed yeah. they gave the ball to Brees Hall instead. But uh, yeah, let's go on Treadwell. Let's let's see him get a Super Bowl ring before uh, Justin Jefferson. That'll be great. You can put on Treadwell has more Super Bowl rings than Kurt. <laughs> a a uh, fun little Phil discussion, not it? Phil Mackey has that in the drafts right now. In the drafts, just ready to go. <laughs> just got some Uzis, like Joker, got some nines. Throwing a grenade it's, behind him. <laughs> it's the button. Walking just away. Send tweet, yeah. send tweet, send tweet. Um, yeah, I mean, that was my that was my take on the Ravens. And then uh, Jason yeah. Kelsey freaking rules. 
Like that was yeah. that was fun. That was cool. We were talking about it a little bit earlier in the show, but I mean, he retiring, dude. I I would think he's retiring after that. (laughs) I think Marcus Spears pointed out, he's like, that man has Russell sweatpants. He does not give a fuck right now. (laughs) He's just sitting there like in a bomber hat, like taking bowling ball shots. And it's like, yeah, no shit. He's shirtless slamming beers in the second quarter. What the hell did you think would happen? The only thing that would have been better if it's like, if Taylor Swift went with him and she's like, I'll jump through a flaming table. Right. And, that would have been yeah, amazing. That, that would have been the great, like Taylor Swift chugging beers, jumping through flaming tables, you know, just, I think a lot of people are you ready for like, it. All right. Okay. This Taylor Swift girl, she's pretty cool. Yeah. With all the yeah. people that are like, Oh my God, I keep showing her. They'd be like, Oh, okay. First couple of weeks I was like, okay, this is aggressive. Now I've just gotten used to it. It's yeah. Like, it's, they show, right. they show, what did they show? They showed Eminem during the, the Lions game. They show that old season ticket holder in the Lions game. Heard a reaction today where it was like, "All right, I don't, I don't need to see the old guy every time they do something in the field." Everyone's like, "Whoa!" I was thinking about this too, and like, so if they get married, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, will they stream it live on Peacock? According to Tony Romo, they're already married because he keeps NFL, the NFL. You know, Goodell's gonna try. Like he's like, "Hey, oh, what yeah. if we did?" And no. We're not doing that. like no. They would no, get married in like not. some, or maybe they'll just broadcast it like on prime time, like the freaking royal wedding or something. Right. They, they like, would get married on like some private island and and film it and put it on like E or something or paper. Can we pay per view? Pay per view. People would pay. Yeah, people would. People, people yeah. would pay. To see yeah. Um. I I would just want to see Jason Kelsey's speech because like oh yeah. There's a rumor that, that Travis Kelsey's probably gonna retire too if they win the Super Bowl. They're gonna go out. They're gonna go out on separate terms. Uh, separate terms. I I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm like Tony Romo in this podcast. Oh, Jim, Jim, Jim. Um, oh, this he got better this year. So I'll give I'll give I'll give Tony Romo a shot. He got he got better this year than last year. Last year he would not shut up. Like there was no dead air time at all. This year I think someone got to him and was like Tony, you don't have to talk. The end. Okay. And, and you know, too, I think I've said it too. the enthusiasm that he brings is fun. Like I, I, yeah. I do enjoy Tony Rono for that reason, because he's just having the time of its life. Yeah. Yeah. Al Michaels needs a complete. We need to like mesh the two together to like create put, the perfect. Put Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey in the booth next year with Al Michaels and see how that goes. Al Michaels lighting up a cigarette in the booth. <laughs> just like, I got the fucking over in this game. Ah, fucking <laughs> Herbert. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about the NFC. Uh, the Packers lost in the final minute. Uh, yeah. Here's a fun stat. The Packers have five playoff losses in the final minute since 2000. That's the most in the NFL. Uh, they also have a Super Bowl in that time frame. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Anders Carlson, brother of Daniel Carlson, uh, also in Packer lore for a completely different reason. Missed the late field goal. Jordan Love, uh, you know, I do you think Chris Collinsworth is going to put like Jordan Love's throw at the end of the game and Brett Favre's 2009 NFC championship throw? Now, here's a guy. Let me tell you, he looks like already done Brett that. Favre right here. What's people that? have already done that. I said people have already done that online. They've already they posted like back to back. Oh, but, but I want to see the national t- TV do it because oh, I was yeah, told yeah. Jordan love is just the greatest quarterback ever now. And well, if he is cuckoo dollars <laughs> from the Packers, if, and, if he really is, you know, the second coming of Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, then you have to throw those, you know, game losing interceptions. Cause that's just, those. that's what those guys did. They won one super bowl. 
And then the rest of the time, they just mess it up every time. We also uh, have some good news. Uh, Rick Spielman said for the 33rd team that he would take, excuse me, he would take Jordan Love out of anyone in the 2020 draft class right now. That class, yes, Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, and Jalen Hurts. So um, Jordan Love, stay away from Jane Daniel. Yes, stay, stay away. Stay away from him. He's like praising all the quarterbacks. Just like, hey, once I, I saw Jaden Daniels get a slice of pizza for yeah. without pepperoni. And I was like, like that's my death. quarterback. Yeah. Just like, like, the, like he's the, he's the Drake curse for, for NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so um, the question I had, you can tell I'm just kind of freelancing this, but uh, how much joy did you take in the Packers getting bounced on Saturday? Oh, it's always fun to watch them lose, and it's always fun to let just go on and troll Packers fans and then being like, oh, you guys don't win anything, so all you do is just enjoy when our team loses, and I'm just like, yes, yes, that's how it goes. So uh, <laughs> thanks for understanding how things go around here. Because um, I think I posted, like, there was a frame at the end of the game of, like, Christian Watson and some other receiver just sitting there, like, dumbfounded. And I just posted it with, like, cr- crying, laughing emojis, because it's funny. Because um, they would do the same thing. Like, those fans yeah. would do the same thing. They have done the same thing, um, if not worse, with some of the Anthony Barr stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's always enjoyable to watch the Packers lose. Now, the Lions, like, yeah. people people have been trying, I feel like, the last few weeks to be, like, to turn the Lions into, like, some this, this evil rival. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. Do- they suck so much for so long. I can't be like, I liked how you transition. Sorry, I'm yeah. talking over you, but, but I mean, I like how you transition to this. Cause I was going to get to this. Yeah. So keep going. Yeah. Like people are like, Oh, you can't root for the lions. And it's like, I'm not rooting for them, but I don't care if they win. I'm, you know, I'm definitely jealous because they, they sucked for so long. They did things the right way and they're in the right spot. They're probably going to be good for at least a few years. Um, so, and it's, 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 if it was the if it was the Browns doing like what the Lions are doing, Vikings fans, I feel like they'd have no problem, no problem. But because it's the Lions who are from the same division, you know, a team you play twice out of seventeen games, all of a sudden, you know, this team, oh, you can't, you can't. Uh, the same kind of the same thing with the Bears. Like I don't even care if the Bears are, are good. Like maybe a little more because they they've been they've had some good years with like Jay Cutler and when when the defense was good and they went to the Super Bowl. But yeah, Packers, of course, you always hate on the Packers. But uh, I could care less if the Lions are doing well. So the Bears, I get a little annoyed because when they are good, it's like that pop up season where like oh, yeah. everything goes right. Like they just get like miraculous turnovers. Mitch like, Trubisky, they find a way to win. With yeah, those like like you're just looking at them like, how are you good? <laughs> like, why is this? It, it's like the 2022 Vikings where you're yeah. just like. Yeah. Well, I, like, let's see how far this thing 22, goes. 2017, 2015, yeah. 20, 20, 20, yeah, that, that 20, Viking, I guess I shouldn't be talking, <laughs> yeah. huh? but, but I mean, you know, there's some reasons Vikings fans aren't, aren't thrilled. Uh, the NFL promoted a sign yeah. that, uh, basically glorified the hits by Kirby Joseph to TJ Hawkinson and Tyler Higby. I don't like the hits, but also Harrison Smith jumped onto X, uh, I, I believe, right after the Rams game. and was just like, where are they supposed to hit him? Like, because, I mean, you hit him high, you get a flag. 
You hit them in the chest, you bounce right off of them. You hit them low and trip them up, they, their knee explodes. Like, do we do we need to go to two-hand touch? Do we need to? And I mean, this isn't this isn't like condoning Kirby Joseph's hit. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the NFL has created a problem because there's nowhere you can hit a guy without either getting a flag fined or, you know, shredding someone's knee. So yeah. they're also going to pay on the hip drop tackle, too, because that apparently is dangerous. So it's like... <laughs> Two hand touch. So it's just gonna be la- I hate to be that it's old. It's just gonna guy, be but- laser tag on the field. You just have to hit him in the buzzer. Um, yeah, I think it's always been hard for the NFL to like embrace the violence of its sport while also trying to quote unquote promote safety. Because you can try and as hard as you want, you, you you can't make football safe. Like these players know what they're getting into. Um, you know, is it a strange coincidence that Tyler Higby and T.J. Hawkinson? Uh, suffered the exact same injuries on the exact same hit. Um, I would say it's less of a coincidence, but I'm not going to be like, oh, like he's he's hunting for their knees or whatever. But these are big guys. He's smaller. He's got to try and get them down without hitting them in the head. Um, the Lions are a physical team. They come from the Saints, uh, you know, staff, Sean Payton, that, those defenses. Aaron, Aaron Glenn was Sean Payton's defensive coordinator. Dan Campbell was on that staff for a while. So they come from that, you know, physical nature of pretty much just do whatever you can to beat the shit out of your opponent. Um, and when people get hurt, the other team's fans don't like that. Me included. I don't like it when it happens, but it's part of football, too, as well. But, yeah, don't tweet that sign out. <laughs> like Somebody. That was. And then yeah. I think it's still up. Like somebody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Comments yeah. He's, <laughs> He's like, like what the why fuck? is this here? Yeah. Just. I don't know. I mean, there's been some questionable things with Lions fans, but you have to remember too, like every never fan base has before. its well, in that and every fan base has its like layer of flat. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Where you just have like these scummy fans that are just like, I hope Justin Jefferson tears his ACL next year or any I mean, hell, Vikings fans got pretty giddy when Anthony Barr broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone in 2017. <laughs> it was a legal hit. I will I will remind people of that. It was a legal um, hit. And that Aaron Rodgers is just an asshole, yeah. but there's that. But, but he you also think of like the Philly fans making that sign and said like fuck Millie or whatever, because the Vikings had that yeah. old lady. <laughs> It's like what did she do? Then the Philly is not like a layer <laughs> of take it. It's they like take just it. like this, <laughs> just like a they live, clogged they artery live in or something. Yeah. <laughs> they're just uh they're just swimming. That's in what's it. in the That's cheese how... steaks. Just swim. It's not cheese. <laughs> it's not cheese whips, it's phlegm. Um, you know. And you said it too. Lions haven't been, and I, I get like, like next year, all bets are off. Like yeah. F the lions. Cause they're good now. And we have to get past them yeah. or whatever. But like this year, it's kind of like, Hey man, there's a lot of good that you can look at the lions with. Like think about Jared Goff. Like a couple years ago, Sean McVay is like, no, you're the gets rid of him for Matthew Stafford. McVay wants to stop his functional quarterback. Much of that is Ben Johnson on the sideline, but it is good to see him. Him, like kind of rebound from that moment because when he got traded to Detroit, everybody kind of thought he was a two-year stopgap and he'd be out of the league. He not only that, he's in the NFC Championship game now. Uh, Brad Holmes, their general manager, was working at Enterprise Rent a Car while trying to get into the NFL. Now he turned the Lions around in three years, by the way, and mm-hmm. has them in the playoffs. And then, of course, you have Dan Campbell, who, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know how big of a Simpsons fan you are, but um, remember the episode where Homer like found his long lost brother herb and he was like this car tycoon and he had homer like, do you remember this he had homer design Vaguely. a car 
Yeah. And like, it was like just the most messed up car. It, like it just, it had like a bubble and like <laughs> shields for the kids. So you couldn't hear the kids or whatever. And like a uh, horn that played uh, La Cucaracha and everything. It was called the Homer. And he wound up like going into bankruptcy because the car was so bad. Like that is basically what Dan Campbell was the first. Co- I mean, he was a meme. He was a walking meme. Like he cried after he lost the Vikings for the first time. And he's like, is this guy like, yeah. okay. Or whatever. He's a damn good coach. So I don't know. I mean, to see that the good fan get rewarded and see the lions win a playoff game, win a second playoff game. And yeah, there's a little bit of fatigue there. I mean, Eventually, Viking fans are going to get sick of it. But for right now, you know, I'm a Twins fan. The Twins broke an 18-game postseason losing streak last October. It has to feel so. The Timberwolves are the number one team in the NBA right now. They're going to be in the playoffs. I hope I feel like just half of what Lions fans are feeling right now as a Timberwolves fan. Because I want to see my team win. It's awesome. And you know what? I'm sure there were some, some Tigers fans and White Sox fans and Indians fans that were Happy to see the twins, you know, do well. They're on the same division, right? I don't want to mess that up. In the same right? division, yeah. They're on the same. Okay. Tigers, Indians, White Sox, <laughs> and Royals. Like uh, the Royals. Yeah. yeah. The Royals, when they won the World yeah. Series, I was happy for the Royals because I'm like, God, they've been so bad for so long. Like, yeah. this is kind of cool. And I mean, football is a little bit like more macho sport. We don't like our rivals or any other team. We cheer for the Vikings and nobody else. But I mean, and I'm not really cheering for them. I'm just acknowledging, hey, this is pretty cool. This is good for you. And the other thing, I think it's time for the Vikings need to uh, re basically reevaluate what's going on here. Not so as you many got anything balls. else with the playoffs or not as many game balls. No, you you actually get a game ball <laughs> for that question, Adam. Uh, you know, yeah. Gary Olson, our commenter here, he says people need to overreact to the Lions yeah. and the Packers. I, I think he's absolutely right. Uh, Gary, you get a game ball as well. Actually, you don't. <laughs> I don't know where you live. I, I'm not going to seek out your address or anything. But thanks for commenting, Gary. We'll have, uh, we'll have Quasi call you. Give me a call. <laughs> we'll, we'll, stay, uh, stay we'll, we'll forward it to Kevin O'Connell and see yeah, if yeah, he'll yeah. Uh, get a hold of you. He might, be, right, let, he might be down the road. I can give him a knock. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, let's close this thing out properly because it's time. Oh, okay. It's time for the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble, baby. This Saturday, I will be there. Seventh yeah. row, Tampa, Florida. St. Petersburg, technically, because it's in the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium. But I'm hyped. I'm way yeah. too hyped. I, I'm starting to get excited. It's going to rain the entire time there, but it's 80. Um, it's so humid. Uh, this is what happens when the Vikings are, aren't in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like you just like you start going down the road to WrestleMania and you start thinking, I mean, Seth Rollins is probably relinquishing the title as we speak right now. Cause he suffered a knee injury. Uh, yeah, but, I forgot about um, let's just start here, man. Who's winning the women's Royal rumble match. Women. Um, they, they're doing something with Becky and Rhea. Already, are they mm-hmm. are they gonna are they facing off at the rumble? I think they'll fight at Mania. Yeah, so if that happens, Becky might win the rumble. No, I think Bailey's gonna win. I I agree with you. I and the, they're they're building something with Bailey, and yeah. she's part of Damage Control, and they're kind of teasing that whole breakup thing. I think she get, wins, and then she's like, "I'm gonna fight Rhea." Yes, yeah, it would be awesome if she got uh reinforcements because we've seen we've rumble. seen all this talk about you know oh mercedes monet she's gonna be in aw she's gonna debut any any day now any day now and it's like well the rumble's getting very close 
Yes. So <laughs> I think she's going to want to do that instead of, you know, be on the bottom of the card in AEW and get two minutes of TV. Hey, uh, Mercedes, what do you think of Rampage tonight right, with this right. like yeah. half, half full arena? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I we could see Naomi, we could see Sasha yeah. Banks, she'll be there. Uh, we could see, I don't or even Trish, know, Trish Stratus will probably be back, probably. Yeah, that's she's they usually only, a lock. They only have up, so many women and for the who, who would actually like get a you, pop. You realize how f- they have more, you know, female wrestlers now, but you realize how little they still have every time they do a rumble. And you're like, hmm, don't know who that is. <laughs> it's like some girl from she NXT. just debuted in NXT. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Go, go you. Go you. Um, what's, let's what's talk the about girl? the. Wait, who's oh, the girl from NXT? Tiffany? I think she'll, she'll probably be in there, right? Tiffany Stratton. Yes. Yeah. She'll be Minnesotan. She's from oh, uh, Forest Lake, I believe. Every other wrestler in WWE is. From Minnesota or North. We're Minnesota. a pipeline, baby. For we got sure. we got all of them. Um, who's winning the men's Royal Rumble match? Now this this is where it gets fun. Yes, but because you got you probably you got to think it's Cody, but they're gonna put Punk. I don't think it's gonna be Punk because I think they want to do Punk Rollins. Um, Assuming Rollins' knee isn't like spaghetti right now, but I yes. heard it was. I think it's only um an MCL sprain. MCL. It's not easy. It might be worse. I right, you could have just yeah, you know, like you said, yeah. the title. Um, I think Drew would be interesting. Just to go after Rollins, or maybe even go, he goes after Gunther, gets the Intercontinental title. Um, but no, they wouldn't do that for. Um, I think you gotta go, Cody. I think you have to. He's gotta. He's gotta finish the story. You see, it's interesting because it, it's we've been expecting Cody. The Rock Roman gonna do, do it. The Rock gonna win the Rumble. Well, that's just it. The Rock is looming <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. So, like, does the Rock show up? Does it, it's in Florida? Somebody brought up the point that a couple years ago. CM Punk and or uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were on a collision course for a rematch. HBK, Undertaker was the champion at the time. That was the path for HBK to set up that rematch. He gets eliminated late in the Rumble and he was like, oh shit. And then he does, he, I think he kicked Taker's head off and cost him the title at the Elimination right. Chamber. Right. And they wound yeah. up having that second match. I could see them doing that with Cody with like all of a sudden, like Cody gets tossed and he's like, Oh my God, the story. How is he going to finish the story now? And, you know, he winds up finding a way to Roman Reigns. I think what it's going to be CM Punk. Because here's the other thing it is 10 years to the day he walked out of WWE. So, what about this? I don't, yeah, I just don't know if they want to attach themselves to him this fast after everything that happened. Oh, I feel like they want to give themselves a little, little time before they commit to him. He's uh, been a little flaky. Oh. The last year or two, um, I, saw, I saw somebody looked at the uh, WWE 2K24 release, and Punk's going to be in the game. So it's like first thing I'm doing is downloading Jack Perry and having a backstage <laughs> fight. <laughs> For those of you who don't speak wrestling, CM Punk punched Jack Perry in the face, uh, and that's why he no longer wrestles for. He's AEW. not even in it. He's, he's not even in. Yeah, yeah. Now he's, he's in Japan. AEW. Yeah. He kicked his ass so bad he went all the way to Japan. Um, like, yeah, I think what if what if finishing the story for Cody is actually um, beating Logan Paul winning winning the U.S. title because <laughs> it matches he did his, it matches he did his, it. His, his outfit better the U.S. title with his you know, American Nightmare. <laughs> did he win the, the US title? Nightmare? My my father never won U.S. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about surprises? What do you think is for surprises in the Rumble? Um. Well, isn't it what is it Okada the dude from Yeah. New Japan supposed to be his contracts out, and I think he wants to go in in WWE. Um, him, uh, I'm trying to think who has been out 
recently or who hasn't been around. I feel like Braun Strowman probably back. I haven't seen him in a while. Brock Lesnar will definitely be back. Um, not Edge. Did you see? Wait, hold on. Did you see that countdown of the the surprise returns? I think it was on YouTube. Yeah, and Edge was like twelve behind like, Michelle McCool. What are we doing here? Come on, I Come on. Uh, you know I they did that on purpose. Edge's comeback at Rumble was like one of my favorite Rumble yeah. moments because it was just like. I remember like reading rumors like Edge is going to come back. I'm like, his neck is so screwed. Like, there's no way he's coming back. And then his music hits and I hit it. I was like, oh my God, what? Yeah, and that's he, because like, he was going to cry in the ramp. He was just like, was, I don't know what's happening. Because there was absolutely nothing. No one ever thought he was coming back again. And yeah. they were like, oh, he's back. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then he just showed up. It and then those crazy. countdowns, like, they always have the John Cena one when he came back in the garden. And I'm always like, that was okay. But like, I, I I wasn't like, oh my god, because everyone knew it was coming back, but I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that one was surprising though, because he had like just torn his pack three months That's ago. That's true. And then he's You're like, right. I'm You're back. Right. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I've been thinking about all the stuff that like could happen during the match, like Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso crossing <laughs> paths at some point. Uh, you know, one of the things I thought of was Gunther just going on a run and then having Brock Lesnar's music hit. That would be cool. There's probably stuff I'm not even thinking about. I don't care. I'm excited. It is. Uh, is Donna, the is last Donna time Kelsey going to spoil Don, it for, for Logan Paul? Donna Kelsey is coming in. Uh, she's <laughs> number 30. Uh, <laughs> it's Taylor Swift. Taylor is here. <laughs> Just I'd be like, guys, you would never believe this shit. Look at this. But um, yeah, I, I'm Royal Rumbles. It is. It is by far my favorite pay-per-view. WrestleMania is great. Yeah. That's like the Super Bowl. I get it, but Royal Rumble this is, is divisional my weekend. favorite. This is yeah, yeah, division the division round, a championship weekend. I like. I don't know. I like divisional round because I feel like those are those are like the absolute best teams from the whole season. They all get to play each other because um, there's and there's more than two games. That's why I like it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, rump, and I'm happy because they 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 moved it to Saturdays. It's it's so much better. And like staying up on a Sunday, not that it matters because we cover football or whatever in sports, so we're we're up anyways. But like, it's just nice to not have on a Sunday. Sunday always feels like a relaxed kind of day. So you still get to have that. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll be watching it for sure. Maybe so, I'll uh, get the boys to watch it too. Who knows? Their first Royal Rumble. You never forget your. first They probably Rumble. don't want to watch it. Like what my is youngest, this, my... Dad. This is dumb. Put on blue. My, my yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what's going on at the Viking Age? <sighs> well, we're just you know trucking along, still covering the off season, still doing draft stuff, free agent stuff. Kirk. Now sometimes we write about Kirk Cousins. Um, I think people like to read about him. Um, and yeah, just doing a bunch of stuff on here with the the podcast and putting up some. We've been you've been cranking out the clips, so that's been fun too. Um, yeah, just getting ready for let's see championship weekend we got a bunch of former vikings in there i'm sure we'll write about that because teddy bridgewater's in there dalvin cook's in there uh i mentioned treadwell i don't think anyone from the niners oh i did find ty mcgill oh. his brief brief stint he's on the niners um mm. that's the only because uh, yeah oh wait no jack mckinnon's on the the chiefs never mind I, for some reason, I thought he was still in the Niners. I don't know why I thought that. Um, but yeah, just go check out thevikingage.com. Check out me, Adam Patrick, NFL on Twitter and threads. Um, and that's it, because I don't really like to go anywhere else. Yes, and you can follow me on social media. Uh, I'm on X 
I'm on threads. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. All of these places. I no Pinterest yet, but I'll <laughs> I'll consider it. Um, I am at the real Chris Shad. I have at the Viking Age is my handle down here. There you go. <laughs> you can follow us there too. Company man over here. Yes, but uh, you can follow us wherever <laughs> you want on social media. But that's all the time we got for today on the Viking Age podcast. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And we can spread the word to the masses. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age podcast. Viking Age podcast.